0: You are listening to The Reach Podcast with Elim's National Evangelist and Head of Evangelism, Mark Greenwood, in conversation with a bunch of his mates, bringing their wisdom, stories and insight, inspiring you to inspire others.
1: This is The Reach Podcast. You are listening to the Reach Podcast series with me, Mark Greenwood. And me, Phil Knox. Yay, Knoxy baby. We got there. <laughs> we got there, my friend. How are you, mate? Are you coping?
0: Mate, I'm well. I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm in lockdown. Excellent. Yes. Um, and, and as an extrovert, I'm struggling. But, um... <laughs> I'm with you.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not with wish... you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, you
0: better not because the government <laughs> will be around our houses. Um, and I, I wish I had shares in Zoom, Mark, to be honest.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Not the airline. No, <laughs> no, not the airline. No, not the airline. We thank the Lord for Zoom. We thank yeah. the Lord for
0: Zoom. I mean, Felix. can you imagine? Can you imagine a lockdown in the age of the fax machine? Oh, mate, it it's just the sound would, drive, would
1: it? yeah. the sound would drive you <laughs> <Yeah>. wild. The <laughs> sound would drive you wild. And sign up internet. <laughs> Be useful for dolphins only, that, I think. Mm. But anyway, there you go. Phil, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for carving out the time, my friend. Looking forward to it. Magic, to be here. Absolutely. Now, listen, mate, we've been asking a bunch of guests the same questions to help us to to delve into your life. So are you, are you ready? Are you ready for these? Da- dangerous Dangerous territory there, Mark. Yes, great, <laughs> I, can, I can edit it all out if it's great. not too complex, if it's not too complex. So, mate, we're going to a restaurant. We've got, Uh, we've got a deal £10 for two courses not at the moment we don't we're not going anywhere this is not (laughs) useful right now is it
0: (laughs) Will we go into a virtual restaurant I'm with you I'm there with virtual
1: £10 virtual £10 okay you've got two courses for a tenner do you go starter and main or main and pudding main and pudding mate that was quick yeah no I'm I'm just there would there be any any starter that if you saw on the menu you'd go starter over pudding no, I like I like I like to finish
0: well, wow. and, and that and that that means usually something very sweet,
1: and certainly coffee. Nice. I almost felt like a preachable moment there when you said finish yeah. well, finish yeah. well. I thought, <laughs> so, so is he going to go on a sermon here early on? Yeah, early yeah, on. Raise, raise your hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll preach, as we say in the industry. <laughs> okay, mate, I'm feeling particularly generous and I'm going to yeah. give you one English pound. Okay, okay. one English pound. Yeah, thank Do you. you buy sweets or yeah. chocolate? Chocolate. Again, quick. Yeah,
0: no, quick. I, it's very, very easy that for me. I'm also, right. I'm also an honorary Brummie and I live near the Cadbury factory. So, uh, you know, I feel, on. I feel, I feel natively obliged to go uh, to yes. chocolate.
1: Bit incarnational that is, mate. Bit incarnational. Mm. And okay, let me, let me, let me throw this one past you a little bit more. I, d- I don't know whether the answer is going to be different. Um, yeah. Would you go, if you had that same pound and decided yeah. to go for chocolate and then I said, Oi, Phil, have you seen yeah. the crisps over here? Yeah. Would you, would you be tempted by a bag of crisps at all to go no, no. over chocolate?
0: No chocolate, definitely no, chocolate. Although although you know a pound a pound in some service stations these days won't even get you a bag of crisps.
1: No, that is true, mate. That is
0: well, for people like you and me are on are on the road an awful lot. We know yeah. you know, we know petrol station prices, and you know, it's at least one pound thirty for a bag of McCoys these days. It
1: is. And what I find a little bit irritating, right, is they they often only sell family sized bags of crisps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, don't get me it? wrong. Don't get me wrong, I love yeah. it, because crisps are my favourite. I mean, yeah. I love a bag of crisps, but yeah. I, I can devour a family size yeah. bag of crisps, no problem. Yeah. But when when you're finely tuned and honed like me, oh. you, you have to calorie count everything. everything. I mean, it's
0: no, it's no wonder we're a, a crooked and depraved you know, generation and nation with, uh, with, with with the gluttony that goes on when you're only, you can only buy a family <laughs> bag <laughs>
1: Absolutely, mate. I love what you did there. You had that little bit of spoken word vibe, a generation what? nation. You've got it in <laughs> you, haven't you? It's, it's I can't help behind Yeah, a generation nation in the <laughs> station. Anyway, we'll leave it there because I'm starting to embarrass myself now. and probably you, but mate. Um, do you like a cheese? Do you like a cheese?
0: I love a cheese. Do you know my um, one of my favourite times of the year is the Christmas cheese board. Oh, come on, you know because I think I, I had to basically not eat at all in January. Because I basically oh. ate, my, I ate my own body weight in cheese over Christmas. <laughs> um, and so I just, there's nothing better, is that You know, you sit down, no. sit down before
1: a Christmas movie with a, with a load of yellow stuff in front of you. Ooh. Fantastic. Beautiful thing. Mate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a disciplined approach to this question. I'm going to you a, a solitary cheese. I'm yep. not going to allow you to have a plethora or a cheese board. Right. Okay. So if you could only choose one cheese... What what would it be? Can you make that choice for me? Mm, mm. I'm going smoked applewood today. Smoked applewood today. Mm. Could that change on any other day? Then yeah, I'm
0: very I'm very flaky in my in my not just my cheese choices, <laughs> just in <laughs> life choices generally. <laughs> I think, I loyal, think we're going to discover that a bit more
1: is... <laughs> as we go through the podcast, aren't we?
0: <laughs> loyalty is not my strongest suit.
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent. I love that. I love that. So that's okay. We like a video. What just out of interest? Mm. What what? What would you, if you were going to choose an accompaniment mm. to the cheese, either to mm. have something you could have the cheese on, yeah. or have with the cheese? I don't mind. What What would it yeah. be? Would you Would you go for an on or a with?
0: Well, first of all, I, I don't know if you know this, but there's there's a, there's a name for what you're talking about. We're talking cheese vehicles here. You heard that phrase I before? I
1: did not know that.
0: I, that. that. I love that. As a cheese, a cheese vehicle. I love that. So, yeah, I, I think for me, just a basic cream cracker for me. Oh, I right. don't... What, like a Jacobs. A little, a little Jacobs on the okay. brand not available, but but you know, yes. you know when you get the, you know when you get the biscuit, the biscuit array. I don't, yes. I don't like, I don't like the sweet ones. Stay okay, well no, away. With you. With um, you. A bit of pizza bread as well. That's my, another okay. favourite cheese vehicle. But yeah, Jacobs Lovely. cream cracker. Preach, uh, yeah, or uh, pizza bread or a
1: bagel. Love a bagel. No, I like a bagel. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you, just so I can use the phrase, I'm going to tell you about Mm. my preferred cheese vehicle. Talk talk to me. I cannot wait to Christmas till I introduce this interesting (laughs) fact to my family. I'm not sure whether they're going to check it. You're not setting me up here. No, I mean, well, I
0: I mean, I've not heard it used widely, but I think it's a beautiful, as you know, as as a lover of words, as I know you are. Yes, indeed, it's it's beautifully descriptive, isn't it, Mark? It is
1: beautifully descriptive, but I think I trust you because of your lawyer training. Yeah, OK, I'll take that. Yes, okay, I am going so yeah, precise in
0: my like language. Yes. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I, do, I don't think you'd be deliberately um, throwing words around that didn't really mean anything. So I'm no. going to give that a whirl. But, but just so you know, because I've never had the opportunity to, to express mm. this. My preferred cheese vehicle is mm. actually, I don't know whether you're going to like this or not, okay. a Rai Vita. Oh, no, I do like that. Yeah, no, I mate, like that. So long, so long as it's strong. not
0: sweet, so long as it's
1: not sweet. That's what I yeah, know not sweet. Sweet strong cheese. Strong vehicles. Rye... Yeah. Yeah. I like you that. don't want that. A strong rye Vita, mate. It, it's 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 the way it cuts through. You you mm. whack a strong Rivita and on put mm. on that, put on top of that a ridiculously mature cheddar. That's yeah. an evening of delight for you right now. Yeah, no, and I think and I think what you've nailed there is you
0: can't have a you can't have a strong vehicle with a weak cheese. Come on, <laughs> come on. You... <laughs>
1: <laughs> where we're going. The cheese going. needs to be stronger, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, mate. When, when we first talked about doing this podcast, I never imagined it would be predominantly about cheese and vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, is, that the, is that the end of
0: the podcast now?
1: I think we'll finish it right now. I think so. <laughs> I think so, mate. I think so. I'm loving it. I'm loving oh, it. Okay, dude. now, I, I don't know how you're going to respond to this next one okay. with some of my guests. I've been mm. able to call it. Um, right. I'm not sure whether you're going to... Because you've been pretty quick okay. um, in your answers, I'm pretty sure. So that, yeah. let's, let's go with this one. So let's, let's see what happens. See whether this is a surprise okay. to me. Favourite film and why?
0: Now, this is controversial. Oh, I mean, well, the I answer is there, but I feel like okay. I need to qualify what I'm going to say. Please do. I don't think you're going to expect this answer, okay. Mark. Come on. Um, my favourite film is mary poppins i
1: <laughs> love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Genuine.
1: you're not wrong i did
0: not expect oh. that I, I what i mean what is not to like in that film yeah, yeah. i mean we've got we've got redemption we've got family yes we've got good news we've got oh, we've got mate. singing we've got dick van dyke with the world's <laughs> worst yeah action. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's so, I mean, is that genuine? You've actually, yeah, no, really, it's a really. Is. Thing. And this, this will also surprise you, Mark. I'm, I'm also, I'm also a
1: crier when it comes to films. Oh no, that doesn't surprise me, mate. actually no, no, because no, you're I'm, a passionate I'm the on the
0: Myers, yeah, and on the Myers Briggs, I'm F, I'm F off the scale, you're and
1: I'm, Ma- I'm what's, what's I'm the moved. F one? I forgot what the F one is.
0: Feeling, oh, okay. feeling okay. Or, or or truth, isn't yeah. it? and I'm feeling. I, you know, I I feel every moment. Come the on. other day, I, the other day, I wept at Toy Story four. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my seven-year-old's looking at me going... Dad, yeah, are you yeah exactly,
1: what? exactly. What on earth <laughs> is wrong with this lovely? Mate, I I kind of like it, though, really, your answer. I am shocked. Yeah. I am sh- but I'm not unhappy about the shock. No, okay. I'm liking it, I'm
0: liking it. I also it. think films need to stand the test of time. Yes, come on. You know, if someone, in, someone says their favourite film is Avengers Endgame, I'm like, mm. you need, to, you need at least a couple of decades before that you're you know. so right it's a bit like, it's a bit like worship music you can't judge Come a great worship
1: song until it's been in the canon for you 20 can years not until it's been in mission praise let's let's, let's judge let's judge <laughs> cornerstone in 2035 <laughs> i love that I love that. let's do let's do it on the day we retire on the day we retire <laughs> i made an assumption you're my age and i apologize for that but you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> I, I really do excellent i love that no i i like I, I like your film and i like your reasoning okay yeah, coffee or tea? Mm. Coffee or tea? Oh, coffee! Coffee! Are you, are you kidding? me I know,
0: I know. We've known each other long enough. to know. So I'm not me- We're not messing it.
1: I know. I know these answers, but I'm not asking the questions for me. It's for the listeners, Mark. <laughs> and this really is for the listeners. Where are you getting your coffee from at the moment? Oh, mate, I've got this. Fen- now I'm going to say. Can I just qualify something? Yeah. No, you can. Yeah. I've had to. And I've said it on previous podcasts, but I'm going, I'm going to say it again uh, uh, because it's in our conversation right now. I've I've had to use a phrase that I never imagined myself using. OK, decaf. Yeah. Wow. because, you know, no, well, I... well, you know, I had this little heart attack situation. OK, uh, mine, a little mine a little blip in, blip in, in my yeah. history. Yeah. Well, what I've had to yeah. do is I've had to make some life changes. So I've dropped down. On, on the caffeine. But what I've what I've gone I still have caffeine, but on my mm-hmm. drink of choice at home, okay, yeah. I have it from um, an independent roaster in Stratford Come upon on. Avon.
0: Uh yeah.
1: called um, what are they called? Mate, my mind's just gone blank. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little look at, at this whilst we're whilst we're chatting because okay. being somebody that can do more than one thing at once um I'm gonna yeah. do it. So but mate the coffee that I've actually been having, um, it's monsoon monsoon coffee estate. Monsoon, come on, on sounds great. And mate, it, so you know if we were if we weren't evangelists, Mark, you and I, we would, would you and know, I'd be great at setting up, setting up an <laughs> independent. <laughs> Let's, restaurant. Do anyway. okay. Let's do it anyway. Let's do it anyway. So, but what's interesting about this coffee place, mate, is they use a technique for the decaf called the Swiss water yeah. process. And it uh, it doesn't use.
0: Is that sounds like torture?
1: To me. <laughs> it does sound a little is bit like you torture. Are you absolutely sure that's not water? I'm not it? sure. I'm not sure. I need to research it. But what it does is it uses, uh, I think, water pressure rather than chemicals to take out the right. caffeine. So you don't get any nasty flavors. So you have this decaffeinated mm. coffee that is so pure, it's unbelievable, mate. Try it; it's beautiful. Love that. Yeah. Love that. As 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 a brummie,
0: yeah. the uh, where, where I'm getting my coffee coffee for at the moment is called um, Perky Blenders. Oh,
1: do you like I that? do like that. I do like that. And again, a shout out to both Monsoon and Perky Come on. Blenders. I, Come on. I tell you what, I tell you what we're going to do then. Let's remind each other off air. You get me yeah. a packet of beans from Perky Blenders. I'll get you a kit from Monsoon. And we'll, we'll do the exchange. And in fact, mate, yeah. in fact, I don't know if you've got any or can get any. If you can, whilst we're being stuck at home, let's send each other a bag and we'll do a compare and contrast live on Facebook. Go I love on. it. Let's do it. Now serious. we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> mate, so, okay, um, similar, similar yeah. theme here. Are we, are we talking Pepsi Max or Diet Coke?
0: Oh, do you know? I'm not a massive Coke drinker, are but I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Diet okay, Coke. Interesting. Again, just because a problem. I think it's been around longer. I'm a, I'm a man for the. I'm not a traditional. I'm not a traditionalist, but I trust. I trust the test of time. Yeah, I think. I think you, you could be accused of being a bit of a traditionalist today. To
1: yeah, I realise that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mary, Mary Poppins yeah. and Diet
0: Coke aren't aren't looking. They're
1: not. Good, they're are. not. I was. I saw you as much more uh, innovative and radical than that. But there okay, you go, okay, story well, we, like. we will have to move on. Yeah, to that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, keep going. Now I think I know what this one is. Favorite sport
0: to watch? Oh, now that no, this might not be on. I mean, to be honest, at the moment in lockdown, I'll take anything. Yeah, absolutely I'll, true. Oh, will you know, I'll watch golf. Genuine, right <laughs> and I also don't know why golf isn't allowed. I mean, they're virtually self-isolating. Well, that the is course, true, anyway, give them, give them one club, one yeah. ball, and tell them to whack it around. I will watch that. Yes, right now. absolutely. Um, but you know, no, no, I'll, I'll take anything. Right now, I think football would be my,
1: you know, my yeah. favorite sport to watch. I did-
0: but also, I'm a big Formula One fan.
1: You are, right. Okay. Yeah, I do I watch a lot of Formula One. Yeah. Arguably, they could self-isolate as well, fighting around that track. Well, I mean, they are.
0: Again, d- don't get me started. These guys <laughs> are paid millions of pounds a year. They're self-isolating their cars.
1: I mean, the Pink Crews virtually wear biohazard <laughs> gear when they change the <laughs> wheels anyway. Loving the use of biohazard there, mate. It's a beautiful phrase. Yeah. Be- yet, yet again, yeah. more poetic words coming from the mouth. of well, one Bill Knox. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm going to let you say something here, mate. I'm going to let you say something. Yeah. Okay. okay. Apart from my book, which yes. is your favourite book on evangelism? Hashtag make a plug.
0: <sighs> I, I thought you were going to say apart from my book or your book. Oh, no, I'm leaving but, um, yours favorite, in as a possibility. My favourite, thank you. Well, it really is. My favourite book on evangelism is called Story Bearer. Yes. It came out very, very recently. recently and it's it's called it, the tagline is how to share your faith with your yeah. friends and uh whereas i think the best book for leaders on Good. evangelism is a uh, big yes little yes. come on maybe. come the, on the best <laughs> the best book for your everyday christian on how to share your faith with your friends is called story it bearer is. it's published by ivy it came out in 2020 and uh and it, it's it's amazing. just
1: just to help our listeners <laughs> in case they need to do a search what's the name <laughs> of the author yes and uh, the name of the author is. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and I'm very proud of it. It's like it's not like my. Third yeah. Film. No, I get it's not that. Allowed to say that, but of all the things I've yeah. made, uh, two two little boys, a Lego castle, and Story Bearer are the three are the three best <laughs> things I've made.
1: May let me just say, so I'm as we speak. I'm about halfway through it. I started it a few mm. days ago, and I thought really, as soon as we we're going to chat about it, I probably ought to put it on the reading list. Early doors. Yeah. Um, thank I was going to read it anyway. Love it, mate absolutely love it. thank I, you. I think my uh, critique of it is it 's thematically tight. I love it the way yes. you're keeping that story bear strong throughout uh, I, I love that and, and I love the the research around story that you brought to our attention, and i 'm just in that stage with it now where you're talking about the four different stories uh, love it, mate I right. genuinely love it. I think you 've done a, a fantastic job and rightly should be proud of it rightly should be proud of it thanks you are listening to the reach podcast series with me mark greenwood and michael yeah, validate that gap out don't worry <laughs> 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 so uh, mate genuinely excited to have you on the show today i've been i've been really excited about this little conversation that we're going to have together and uh, for those mm. of you don't know phil just you give it the official title um that you have at the moment from for your work with the evangelical alliance so i'm part of the team of the evangelical alliance i'm part of the mission
0: team i'm the head of mission to young adults my heart is evangelism
1: jesus the church and specifically culture around young adults. yeah yeah absolutely now phil we've had the joy i would suggest of working together quite a few times at firm foundations and various bits and pieces when you were working for Youth for Christ and uh we, yeah. we, we have we have a, a family link. I mean you're in the family. Yeah, we do. Uh but yeah. um a very significant part of my ministry and actually a transitional significantly transitional part of my ministry as well was when I began to fuse um for want of a better phrase my ministry into the ministry of your uncle Ian Knox with the yeah. 43 Trust and that definitely was a strategic Move for me, so big shout out for Uncle Ian Knox. Come Absolutely on. loves Jesus, and he's still telling people about Jesus,
0: isn't he? He is. He is. I get I get his newsletters, and and genuinely, just thousands of people <laughs> are still still coming to faith awesome. with this guy. Who, I mean, he was old when I was a when I was a, a teenager. <laughs> I'm not I mean, going to let him be, know that. You know, seventies, eighties. <laughs> You know, yeah, he, but but a great but a great example yeah. mark of someone who who keeps who keeps that heart of an evangelist right right to right to the later yeah. stage of life which I hope I'm hoping for both of us Amen. we do. Amen. We
1: we'll love that mate. We'll have that. Now, as you know, Ian, and as our listeners know, in Elim we've got a national evangelism vision. We're affectionately calling it Nev, National Evangelism Vision, and it involves a whole mm. bunch of stuff. And uh, in Elim we've got four priorities. Uh, disciples churches leaders nations and 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 they're really um designed for us to line everything we do up with those priorities really believe that they're god-given they're in the scriptures anyway so that kind of means they're god-given but they've come front and center for us now I, and i know you really resonate with those uh with those four priorities yeah 100 percent. yeah i think uh, i think you look at you look at jesus's priorities
0: yeah and it fits with those doesn't it? He, he he kind of his heart was to his heart was to grow disciples. He, he, he had a bunch of people who invested in his strategy, was invest in people to invest in the world, to start the church, to invest in leaders who would be primarily his followers to then go and lead. But also then we see at the beginning of the book of Acts, you know, you will be my yeah. witnesses in, in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You know, and we see we see that kind of those, those circles going out of the ripple effects of, uh, of the shock waves of, of No, the...
1: absolutely. I mean, there's an increasing sense for us in Elim that uh, disciples, the discipleship one, we're not going to say that it's a priority above all you, the other priorities, but um, a, a friend of mine called Neil Hudson, who's an Elim minister and works for LICC in London, London Institute of Contemporary mm. Christianity. He said that the disciples one, is like, well, he used a really posh word, a, co- a cohesing priority that mm. it seems to be, we get that one right and it'll produce and yeah. inform and be informed by the others as well, which I think is a really good point. Absolutely. And I I think for us as evangelists, Mark, you know,
0: I'm sure this is absolutely your heartbeat too. I think we we can sometimes be accused, I think sometimes as evangelists, as kind of just getting people in to create converts. Whereas I think at all of our hearts, not only are we there to to begin the discipleship journey wherever people are at and bring them forward, but also we want to disciple people to see them become wholehearted followers of Jesus that invades every area of their lives. But also there's something I think about the evangelist that wants to see each disciple to become a disciple maker. And and even though everyone isn't necessarily called and have the gifting of the evangelist, everybody is called to be to do the work of the evangelist and to and to be a witness. And I think one of the key voices we have as evangelists is how do we equip and inspire and encourage every disciple to be someone who can not only tell their story, share their story, know the gospel for themselves, but see themselves as the
1: most important person in their friend's life if their friend is going to be Jesus. No, absolutely. And what I loved about um, your book, Story Bearers, was that, you know, you gave us a couple of examples of of actually quite a long story. I mean, one of your best friends, it was quite a a long time, wasn't it, that... um, you kind of you kind of traveled with him and journeyed with him. And uh, yeah. I love I love that. And I think when I read your book as well, it, I, I love the and this is true of who you are. This kind of you're an inspirational, upbeat, ex- excitable um, evangelist. You've got you've got a passion raging and stirring in you that we we, we can do this stuff.
0: Yeah, we can. And, 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 and but let's be honest, it's full yeah. of disappointment. So you, you, you alluded then to the to the length of journey. You know the theologian D.L. Moody had a hundred friends who he prayed for to become a Christian, and, and throughout his whole lifetime, those hundred—he's more popular than me, and yeah. uh, and, and a better prayer yeah. than me, had more time than me, presumably. <laughs> you know, and, but but ninety-six came to faith during right. his life, and four became Christians at his wow. funeral. But but and, but you hear but you hear the headline, yeah. don't you? What you don't hear is the lifetime of struggle, and so for me, you know, you talked about my friend Adam yeah. in the book, and he, you know, for he he was a nightmare in my teenage years. I invited him to so much yeah. stuff, and he never yeah. he never turned up. You know, uh, Nikki Gumbel says the most alpha's the most disappointing thing he's ever been involved in because wow. people walk away. You know, that resonates with me when I, when I did student alpha at uni. I was on a corridor yeah. with 24 lads. I invited all of them to student alpha. 22 said they'd come. Four came. Two left halfway through and no one yeah. came back to week two. And to my knowledge, none of them followed Jesus today. <laughs> you know, I think I think we I think yeah. we need to be really realistic. We need to tell the stories of failure Definitely. as well as success. Uh, but also we need to be in, yeah. in the long haul. You know, there are people there are people on my prayer list who I've been praying for for over a decade. Well, talk about one of those, yeah. Dave, in the book. Um, but, but we all need that. I think in a quick fix culture, we expect, you know, if we learn a few things about how to do evangelism, our mates will come to faith yeah. just like that. The reality is it's, it's the long haul. But you know what? It's oh, it. mate. Absolutely. Because when my when my mate became a Jew yeah. and you will have the same, you know, when your yeah. mates become a Christian, it's just
1: oh, something, it's something else. else. And it's like as much as I feel deeply honoured at, at preaching the gospel in a one on many context there's something quite yeah. different about seeing or leading somebody to Christ on a one-on-one isn't there about kind of yeah. being involved in that as opposed to you know preaching the gospel and you know as as the yeah. old phrase used to say throwing out the net and we we have we have the honor in what we do of seeing many people make a big yes commitment but actually yeah. a lot of the work has has gone on with with, um, with other people being involved in their life. And so for us to have that journey is really, really critical, isn't yeah. it? And I think, sometimes, yeah, I think sometimes we can tell all the good stories, as you rightly said, and, and almost, almost give this impression that we're doing great at this stuff, that we've got this yeah. in the bag. But actually, yeah. as, as leaders, sometimes we're the most ineffective, aren't we?
0: Yeah, and I think, I think
1: that for leaders, that being a kind of key strategic yeah.
0: priority, we just need to be careful about how we communicate success and yeah. failure. Yeah. You know, the minute, the, yeah, if, if you, you could, you could, as a leader, you could get everybody up, you know, you get the front yeah. of the church, equip and inspire and get, get our nervous people in, in mm. the pews to invite their yeah. mates to, to, to come to Alpha or a service or yeah. something. And then what we do is we get someone up who's been a success. And then, then, then if people then go out and invite their friends, if those yeah. friends don't turn up, they think, well, I can't be like that person, I'll never yeah. do it again. So we we do need to celebrate. We do need to celebrate yeah. the failures. But um, but I know for you, Mark, yeah. this is your heartbeat. I remember you talking about your neighbour who you uh, who you, he would you would cycle yes. and he would run, yeah. and you would and you would. He said he said I'll yeah. be your physical coach, and you said yeah. you'd be your absolutely. spiritual coach. Um, but and that friendship yeah. evangelism is just critical. And 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 research would tell us that that's the way. Yeah, no, come to faith. absolutely. You know, as as much as as much as platform evangelists like would yeah. would like it to be, you know, we'd love to be the most yeah. important person. Research tells us that the most important people in, in, in people's journey to faith is not an evangelist. Yeah.
1: It's not a uh, it's not a yeah. pastor. It's, yeah, a, fr- it's no, a friend. Absolutely. Mate, absolutely. Just just to help us think a little bit more around the leaders. How how do you try to stay sharp as because as you're a leader in the church I know in your in your local church you're you're involved there you don't you know I know you you're away a lot like me but you do try to kind of keep really well connected you've been there for for a long time How, how as a leader do you try to stay sharp so that you can continue to be a really good story bearer?
0: I think first and foremost, it's about having some yeah. yeah absolutely, I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's the. I heard the uh, I heard a terrible story about uh, a pastor who, um, who basically was invited by someone coming in to invite his friends uh, to uh, to yeah. a course that was going on, and um, I think you know he, he had a club or something, a sports club he was a part of, and he was and the, the evangelist kind of said, well, why don't you invite your friends from the sports club? And the pastor said, I, I don't mix business oh, and pleasure. Wow. And, this, you know, we, we can't that, that in, in our right. world. That's not good enough. We know. I think we need a whole life, whole world view view of this. And so for me, we, I've got I've got a load of mates who I am intentional yeah. about as a friend. I'm not their friend. So mm. they'll become Christians. I'm their friend because. Yeah, God tells absolutely. Them to love people. And 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 I and I love that. And so we've got some friends who we, when it's on, we watch every Formula on. One race with, and we're desperate for them to come to faith. I've got a mate who's a policeman yeah. in Sussex who I talk about in the book. who I'm desperate, yeah. praying for him for ages to come to faith. And I've got people who who just regularly pray for and, and try to be there for mm. and love and take opportunities to. But but the key thing is for all of us Christians yeah. is that we're ready. You know that beautiful verse in Peter that yeah. says, "Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone else used to give a reason for hope that, that we have." As someone who's been training people in evangelism mm. for years, my, my take is that often we're, yeah, we're not ready. Um, and, and I think the mandate on the church, especially where most people come to faith through friends, is we need yeah. lead as leaders not only to be active and, and authentic in our own evangelism, but also be equipping and inspiring yeah, all of absolutely. our people um, to, be, to be able to share a reason.
1: And I think, mate, you know, often we don't feel ready, so we lack confidence. So when those moments yeah. do arise, actually we don't take them because we lack the confidence because we're not ready. Absolutely. And I often yeah. say, yeah. Um, when I'm delivering my boot camp, which is a course on sharing yeah. your faith, I often say in the opening gambit, this is not this is not equipping you to suddenly start going out and feeling that you've got to no. do this and and treating your friends as some kind of target. This this course is about training you so that when those moments yeah. arise, you've got the confidence to to go and do this, yeah. like you you kind of feel really sharp. I, I loved I loved the theme of your book, the the story bearing. As as I reflected in the yeah. opening section, I felt like it was thematically really really tight. I love the way you kept that that theme sharp th- throughout. Certainly, I'm I think I'm about fifty fifty five percent of the of the way in, and I, and I've I've loved what you've been what you've been sharing. I, I wonder if you might just kind of give a, a little bit of a snippet for the people listening. The podcast, is just yeah, I guess like an overarching narrative of of storybearer the books so that they can can kind yeah. of be inspired to, to to go away and and have a little read of it because I think it's a I genuinely mate not just because you mate I genuinely think it's a mate. great book no no no
0: thank you yeah yeah well the opening premise is that when we become christians loads of stuff happens we get forgiven for everything we've done Mm -hmm. wrong we get a place in heaven but we also begin to bear a story and as christians we are people who bear a story and and i grew up thinking my testimony was rubbish because i didn't take drugs during my teens and you know i didn't kick puppies and you know push old ladies over (laughs) and then and everything was fine but 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 so i thought i had quite a boring story but the reality is all of us have a story if god's changed our life um to be able to change someone's life that's the basic premise second key idea really is that that we have in our hearts and our hands, the most contagious message of yeah. the world has ever known. And so how do we be contagious with that? And there's loads of stuff yeah. we can't control around that, but there's some yeah. stuff we can control, which is we can, we can know the gospel. We can know our own story and we can be a really good friend and praying for some friends for some of our mates to become Christians. And I honestly believe if we did those yeah. few simple things, we'd see a load more people come to faith. We then talk about the power of story. Um, and so how stories are just absolute yes. dynamite. Um, stories connect with culture incredibly. The yeah. neurology of storytelling is absolutely fascinating. So right. we delve a bit into that. We see, we see, we talk about the fact that do you know Nike, the store, the um, yeah. sportswear company. Every one of their chief executives has a full time storyteller know, yeah. assigned to them. Why? Because they recognise they yeah. recognise the power of story in communicating ideas. And then we delve into four distinct stories. God's story. So I do. I do a a summary of scripture in twelve pages. (laughs) Um, We talk. Thanks. We talk about um, our own story, how we can identify that, and become confident in sharing that. Um, I'll talk a bit about my own story in that. We then talk about the fact Mm -hmm. that other people have a story, that evangelists aren't just great talkers, they're great listeners, they ask great questions and they find connection points between other people's lives, what God's already doing and connect those together. And then we talk about culture. (laughs) I'm a culture vulture. So I love, I love seeing what what are the signs of the times, you know, those beautiful verses in Chronicles that say that David had the sons of Issachar who understood the signs of the times and knew what Israel should do. And then we draw those, all those four stories together in a number of kind of key ways. And then we finish. I finish just by training somebody. If some, one of your mates comes to you and says, I yeah. want to become a Christian, yeah. what do we do? Now, I've been delving into theological colleges. Not many theological colleges teach it's their crazy. leaders how to do that, let, let, alone, let alone us ordin- yeah. ordinary followers of Jesus. So, so just to kind of cover that base, there's a bit in there which says, if your
1: friend says, do you know yeah. what? I think I'm ready to take that step.
0: the the the, how to do that really brilliant
1: mate i would really genuinely encourage people to to get the book it's available um through kindle as well as a physical but where did they get the physical book from
0: um anywhere all major sellers so the ivp website but but amazon eden any anywhere where they kind of sell books um, and we're recording on audio,
1: but I look I forward think. to that. I was I was due to start doing that, but I just haven't quite got round to it yet. But um, <laughs> I will do it at some point. Um, mate, just add, what what's really fascinating to me is when you shared um, those stories of of your friends and those conversations on on the bus and all that kind of stuff, and they uh, they brought right. a smile to my face. And some of those some of those moments, <laughs> I just think it's fantastic. And I, I, I particularly loved. Your honesty with, uh, especially with the illustration of the, the the kind of the boxing match with the guy on the train and the, the lovely little email yeah, he sent yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was yeah. that was fantastic. And it 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 what I loved Thanks. about that is, because um, you and I would be the first to say, look, let's get good at sharing our faith, our story. Yeah. But actually, just he he clearly saw something of Jesus shining through you because he knew that you were one of the yeah. i think uh, one of the good guys i think he said or something around that which i just i, I yeah. really really loved that i, I used to pray <laughs> I, in fact I, I often say whenever i share this that i should start doing it again and then I, and then i forget to do it again but i used to pray lord yeah. help me leave a little bit of jesus wherever i go and um, yeah. and that's part yeah. of being a story better isn't it just depositing something of of who Jesus is that, that helps people. You know, on Big Yes, Yes, Healthy Maybe, that is this framework for um, evangelism, this kind of framework for um, recognizing the journey. One of my massive passions is about creating as many healthy maybes as possible. Because I think culturally, um, people still say the big yes, still do the little yes, but I think we have a massive need right now to predominate a little bit more in in the healthy maybe and i and i just think in your book when you talk about salt light and letter i love those kind that yeah. fusion because that's that's about being the healthy maybe isn't it yeah and it and it's word it's words yeah. and actions together and it's also on a personal
0: yeah. on a corporate level i think and i think as as churches we need to do a bit of we need to be we need to be stronger in, in kind of yeah. both those areas um, and, uh, I, I, you know, just to tell you one story of, of last year where we, uh, we, as our church, it was our church's mm-hmm. 60th birthday. So we thought, how can we, how can we bless our community? The key to our uh, church's story is that in the 1980s, there was a criminal gang that met on the, oh, wow. uh, the lawn outside the front of the church and they would kind of terrorize just, the church and deal drugs wow. and have sex openly on the lawn. And, and, it, and it really, you know, there was a real spiritual Gosh. oppression over the area. And then new vicar comes in and really mm-hmm. starts praying that, that things would happen um, and, and that this gang would go. And then miraculously, wow. this gang disappeared. And then what was amazing was that the um, at the same time, loads of people began to see big, scary angels no in our community. And we don't know. We don't. Well, we don't know. But we reckon that this gang that had existed <laughs> for decades <laughs> saw some of these angels and thought we better not, I love we better not meet anymore. Um, and, uh, and so, as a community, what we did, we thought, how can, how can yeah. we make the most of this story? How can we tell our story? And I think the story mm. it was absolutely key to it. And so, we then went through our community last June and we, we knitted, crocheted for over a year, wow. a thousand angels with a little tag on. There was a little tag on that just said, You are loved, and a link to a website and invite people to church. And so, we, in the middle of the night, we, we distributed these angels across our community. Wow. And it was a real team effort. And it, but it demonstrated both in, in actions that, yeah. the, that our community was loved, but also with the words, because the, the yeah. website links back to a video um, on angelsonthewalls.com, if you want to kind of check that out. And the video literally just was, was my wife and I just saying, this is who we are. Jesus changed our lives. He can change your life too. Would you like to connect with us? Do you know we have five new families for wow. church as a result? And, and, it, but, and it's that moment, it's that yeah. it's like a healthy maybe moment. Yeah. It was non-threatening. And it, it it was a moment for the community, and, and that and that the corporate and the personal okay. both together, um, the fusion of those, and we do we, we do we do need to kind of yeah. raise our game, I think, across the church, no, you know, absolutely, the area. I love
1: that. That's inspiring, isn't it? absolutely amazing it just just play with me a little bit on the whole the whole relevant words yeah. you you connected or hinted at there alluded to rather i think um what i love about your yeah. you're a wordsmith you you like words i think your book is yeah. is full of very well crafted and thought through words and uh, you produce a lot of yeah. spoken word how critical yeah. f- for you cuz cuz look i i think the Lord can use yeah. us, irrespective of whether yeah. we've got relevant words. But sometimes we can use that as a reason for ga- negating our responsibility to become better with our words. right? Yeah. And I, I want God to yeah. work uh, because of me, not in spite of me. Um, so how, can we, how yeah. can we work on on our relevant words as a church, maybe, but as individuals yeah. as well? Great question.
0: Yeah, I think there's a few factors here. I think, first of all, let's not be shy from the fact that yeah. God's a God of language. I mean, the world, the world was literally spoken yeah. into being. <laughs> God, said, yes. God said, let there be light. You know, so language is really important. I think one of the really key factors around words yeah. is stories. And so, you know, because of the book, but also I think that, you know, I think we need to, I talk about in the book about the reason for this. too long, mm. It's too long to get into it now. But, but wh- whereas we need to be Christ-like yeah. in our communication in, in the sense that Christ both both talked in propositions he said yeah. i am the way the truth and the life really strong bold propositional statements but also when he was communicating the depths mm. of the truths of the universe yeah. Yeah. he used stories a man was walking yeah. from jerusalem to jericho there was a farmer went out so some sea yeah. language is powerful and i think often the reason we don't share our story as as ordinary everyday christians is because we haven't right. thought through right. the words so so when we think about stuff, we, you know, if someone says to why you're a Christian, what we do is we kind of resort often to mm. propositional statements rather than talk about yeah. words like belonging and identity, meaning, purpose, yeah. love, yeah. family, Absolutely. forgiveness. And, and just sometimes it's about the language and, and the power of that. And the third thing I'd say is that I think um, in terms of the words we use, we need to really listen right. to culture. And so if, you know, and so the, the gospel's like a diamond, you can kind nice. of turn it in your hand and see through it, see through it through different angles. And, and, and the yes. gospel is still the same, and, but, but it doesn't yeah. mean you need to lead with, Yeah, we're all yeah. sinful, we need to repent. So you might lead with, if you think the leading edge of your culture and where your friends are yeah. at is that they're lost yeah. and need to come home. Yeah, That's probably where I'd start. If you gave me one narrative for our society at the moment, right. I'd tell the yeah, story yeah. of the prodigal son. Why? Because we don't necessarily resonate with the fact that we're guilty and sinful, but we all resonate, I think, with the fact we're lost and we need to find a way home. And that's not to say at some point you bring up the fact that repentance is absolutely required and we're all sinful in need of a saviour to cleanse us. But that might not yeah. be the, the edge with which you lead. Um, and, and so that, I think, really those three
1: facts in unpacking language no, is, I, is critical. No, I totally then. agree with you. It's like, what what is the best line slash metaphor that you That's use right. as a doorway into the room that right. like we call the gospel, isn't it? You know, it's how we get the access point point, yeah, and right. entrance point, I think is, is so, so critical. And again, you suggest lots of great ideas um, in, in your book to help people do that. Gosh, yeah. mate, it, our time has almost gone. Do you know what? <laughs> it's flown by. It's because we talked about cheese absolutely, for about half an hour. Absolutely. <laughs> but I just I'm absolutely loving these podcasts that I've been doing with people. And I've I've been fascinated by how time has flown and, and moved along. But I I don't want to finish yeah. the podcast without us just exploring for a few moments something that is um really critical in our evangelism and is something that we mm. in Elim are seeking to recapture um and that is the and that is the work mm. of the spirit now Elim is a Pentecostal church it's mm. I guess it's most noted for its um belief seeking and expression of the holy spirit and we're on a bit of a journey in our movement to yeah. to recover some of that and how we we um uh, move more in the power of the spirit but not in a way that's weird um or in a way that's kind of disconnected yeah. from from our culture and our community but but the truth is we we need the holy spirit so just as a kind of doorway into that mm. let me share a little bit of something that happened to me last year, 2019. That right at the beginning of the year, when I I just really felt yeah. quite strongly that um, God, I, I I do believe it was God that God said to me, "You need to stop being expectant that I'm going to move and start being expectant that I am moving." Um, and then kind of yeah. with that was this this thought that. As long as I've been a Christian, revival's just around the corner. Now I don't know what revival looks like, but let's just use that word for that for that kind of phrase for now. But I got this yeah. I've got this sense and this feeling again, which which is ridiculously obvious. I'm slightly angry with myself that I'd not really thought about this before. And it may come as a shock to people, but I just it was almost like I felt actually revival or whatever that is, it, it is around the corner, but we've been praying and waiting for it to come round yeah. to us. And actually, we've, we've got to go around yeah. to it. And so one of the <clears throat> things I've been inviting Elim churches to do over the past sort of three months is to say, look, will you come around the corner with me? Will you come around the corner in the power yeah, of the right. spirit, take our relevant Love words it. and our caring actions Love it. and inform yeah. the journey? Because do you know what? God is already at work in people's lives. I think, yeah. I think that's something you picked yeah. up on in your book, actually, that he—he's God's already doing stuff, and Jesus was saying, I, "Yeah, I, I just want to connect with what He's doing." Yeah, now I'm going to tell a story in the book yeah. about Duncan. I the businessman, and
0: and he. And he just, you know, he yeah. has this encounter with God and says no. But the story demonstrates that God, even without the the yeah. the, the agents yeah. of the evangelism, Absolutely. is already at work in this guy's life. And you know, for me, this work of the Spirit, it, it, there's a couple of kind of facets to it. I, I you know, we as the evangelists yeah. need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, Acts one, Pentecost. You know, that's the, the root of us. Also, the Holy Spirit is already at work. You know, I'm fascinated by the look of Book of Acts at the moment, and the you know the moment it, where Lydia is converted. Who's one of the first Christians in in, in Europe in Philippi. You know. Her, it, the Lord opens the door to yeah. her heart to respond to Paul's message. You know, we, his, the, the role of the Holy yeah. Spirit is absolutely critical. But also for us, uh, is, is it's that confidence yeah. and that courage yeah. to just have a go. You know, and I think so often I'm, 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 again, being completely honest. There are so many yeah, moments I where I feel the prompting of yes. the Holy Spirit and I don't have a go. And I, talk about, I stuck about, talk about in the book about moments where I just blow it and I don't, don't do it. But also there are yeah. moments where you have a bit of courage and you have a go. And, and I'd rather yeah. have a go and get it wrong than, yeah, yeah. than not have a go. And, and I think that's a constant challenge, even for those of us who appear bold on the outside. So I talk about in the book about my mate Dave. And kind of finish, really, with my my, my Dave. And he's from the <laughs> West Midlands, speaks a bit like this. He's absolutely fabulous. And we were once on a... We were, he was once on a bit of a real challenge in his life. And he's pouring mm-hmm. out of his heart. We're playing golf. We, we, we're both terrible golfers. It took about, about six hours to hack our way around this golf course. And There was loads of time to talk about Jesus. And, and at one point, he says to me, he says, Phil, my love, such a mess. What shall I do? And I'm not very pastoral. <laughs> but I said to him, Dave... your life is a bit of a mess (laughs) I said the best thing you can do is give your life to Jesus and let him sort it out and I thought I'll have a go and and (laughs) in this moment I'm praying (laughs) what must God do to be saved (laughs) instead and this is absolutely true he says Ah, what's the the second best best option (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry Dave Dave, to this day, isn't following Jesus yet. But I pray yes. that one day he might choose the best option of his life. And, I'm, and I pray that I'm yeah. not put off by that moment where he wanted yeah. the second best option rather than Jesus. And I, I pray that I can pick myself up again and have Absolutely. another go and have that courage. I think, I think the role of the Holy Spirit yeah. is so multifaceted in this. You know, in, in, in Acts 4, when, the, when Peter and John come out of prison, yeah. what they pray for is courage. You know, we, we so often pray for revival. It seems to me that the early church wow. prayed less for revival wow. and more for courage yeah and i think we do need to pray for revival but let's also pray that we would be courageous full of the holy
1: spirit people to take absolutely mate and, and just to say i've, I've when revival happens it, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's just going to be a whole bunch of big yeses there might well be a whole bunch of healthy maybes right and a whole bunch of little yeses and and if that's where god's working in those people's lives we just need to have our antennae don't we tuned into that for us to play our yeah. our part in god's great big story noxie i have loved genuinely loved having a good old chinwag with you my friend thank you so much thanks for taking the time out really appreciate it
0: well no well thank thank you mark for all your example and and uh and and inspiration evangelism but personally but also so many. thanks mate bless you mate
1: speak soon that was the reach podcast with mark greenwood
0: stay connected on twitter by following at elim reach or to follow Mark personally, at Rev Greeny. Be sure to listen in to another REACH podcast.